You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, there's some music that means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet here to help you with your pets. That is exactly what we're here to do because Animal Talk, it is America's Pet Show. And one of those doggone good pet peeps sitting across from me. Hi, I'm Brian Donovan, and I'm, I'll just sit here twizzling during the show. <laughs> One of my favorite things to do. And today, pushing our buttons. Hey, Matt Fox, and I accessorized. <laughs> he matches the studio. Everybody is monochromatic today. And now we dance. We're playing like German techno music, and we just kind of dance. And now we dance. And now we dance. <laughs> Yeah, so. It's much better if you're following us on the Facebook and you can see the little Mike Myers chicken man dance. I have no idea what I'm doing right no, now. No, you're, you're doing, you're, 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 you're doing it. Surprisingly, he's doing it right. Doing, yeah. <laughs> surprisingly, surprisingly well. Anyway, uh, Brian, I hope you've been well. I've been really, uh, I, you know what, Jamie? Yeah. Every day. Yes. I'm thankful. Yeah. You know, I know it sounds corny, no. but I'm a, I'm very grateful to the universe, the great pumpkin, um, everybody that's uh, that's contributed to uh, my life, and the people who haven't. <laughs> it's, well, but yeah, you know, I don't even know what I'm the saying. The ones that have passed through and passed on, yeah, passed over. Well, yeah, me too. It's just uh, blessed. I think we're all like we we are we are super super lucky people. Who said it, Jamie? That um, if if a man can wake up in the morning, go to bed at night, and make a few of his own decisions during the day, he's successful. Uh, I think you did. Uh, I think that was Bob Dylan. Okay, oh, amen. <laughs> was that was that Bob Dylan? Well, he said something like that. Okay, probably more eloquently than well, I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Bob. And <laughs> that's what I said. Hey, hey. how about some whiskey? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got a heaven's heaven's gate whiskey. It's not, yeah. heaven, it's not Heaven's Gate. <laughs> no, it's purple. It's purple. It's and it's too soon? Is that yeah. wrong? No, Heaven's Door. Heaven, heaven's do- <laughs> but that's an idea, some Heaven's Gate whiskey. That would be very it's cool. It's the last shot you'll ever need. Mm-hmm. No, that's a bad positioning statement. Let's a go. little purple jumpsuit for the bottle? <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> oh, you boys are just nasty. <laughs> All right, so here we go. I don't. I, there's no answer to this, but uh, let's give it a shot anyway. Uh, I don't know why I scream that, but <laughs> can can you please explain to me why? Why why this comes from Supernaut? My cat seems to want to trip me all the time. She seems always suddenly running into my pathway. It, it's an odd way to get attention because I usually end up kicking her, not on purpose. But by mistake. And then she just says meow a few times, and I'll pick her up and hold her and caress her, and then she'll scratch me and then walk away. You ever see a cat um, <laughs> when it's getting ready to stalk something? It almost can't help itself. <laughs> and, and, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, oh, yeah. Cats are like that. I've had several cats that do that. They'll just out of nowhere will just come running. And half the time, yeah, you, you twist their little bodies between mm-hmm. your feet as you're walking. And they don't care. They'll just do it again next time. Right, but right. I think it's all part of that prey drive that they have. That um, something's moving, man. They gotta, they gotta go for it. They gotta, mm. they gotta attack it. I think it's healthy cat play, mm. and um, yeah, you gotta be careful because it's easy to trip over. Yeah, a cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the Percy and, and uh, my cat Percy, he's got. Uh, He's like oh, such a freak. You know, he's got the little mice. You know, cat. They got the little mice. Mm-hmm. They're about the size of a little field mouse, right? Mm-hmm. But he's got. <laughs> he's got like big toys and they're like they're the size of like grapefruits i mean they're like big they were dog they're actually dog toys uh and the neighbor brought them over and she brought over a couple little tiny little furry mice for for percy and then brought over the, these bigger stuffed plushes for for zoe when zoe was around and uh percy was like nope I'm taking the rat. There's this big rat. And it was like, he was a kitten at the time when he got the rat. And it was as big as he was. And he was, he would like drag this thing around. <laughs> that makes and, a cute video. Oh, yeah. really good video. And then he's got, now he's got a pig, like a, a, like a year later, you know, he was growing up. And then the neighbor brought over some more little catnip mice and then brought over this little, you know, pig again about grapefruit size, you know. And uh, he drags that thing around. But he puts them like right in my pathway. 
And, you know, yeah. and, but like in the dark, yeah. you know, and it's like, you're sad. he's like trying to kill me, I swear. Oh, wait, I saw that one video that Colleen took. It was, it was really cute. The cat was dragging uh, the, the, the big rat around. And then as she pans across the living room, there's Jamie with his slippers and no <laughs> pants. It's like, uh, <laughs> Porky, man, did that. Porky Piggin' it. Did that ruin that cat video? <laughs> Porky Piggin' it. <laughs> it's a winner roll. But yeah. Oh, the visual. Thanks for that, brother. Yeah, Come on. Man. You're welcome. <laughs> It's awful, um, but yeah. So it's just uh, it's just, just a nut job, uh, and he uh, he likes getting in between my legs like that all the time. It's yeah. just dangerous. Cats are something else, you know. You you uh, you like them because of their quirks and mm. because of their idiosyncrasies, and and um, they kind of corner the market on that, don't they? Yeah. A lot of endearing things are endearing because they're they're just cute, and it's uh, it's that's their it's, job. Yeah, but cats, I mean, they'll do things. To spite that cuteness, and, and it's like, oh, that's cute because he's not cute. Yeah. Uh, so we last time we were together, we were downtown at the Detroit Shipping Company. Uh, Great event for uh, the K nine to five drinking with dogs. Yeah, uh, and but we had talked about uh, the Westminster Dog Show, right? And had somebody kind of respond in kind about uh, dog shows. Uh, this comes from XCV. Dog shows are stupid. <laughs> Tell me how um, you really feel. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so this practice has been known to ruin once super hunting breeds as the Irish setter. Mm-hmm. Uh, people bred the setter uh, all for show, and it, it made the dog no longer keen as a field dog. Most fowl hunters now think of Irish setters as dumb boneheads in the field. The Irish setter was unfortunately a California look pretty dog, fat, uh, a look pretty fad dog back in the 1970s. And uh, its hunting qualities have been pretty much bred out of it. It's very tough to find a true field quality Irish setter anymore. People should professionally breed dogs for one, top notch, long life and health, and two, to excel in what they were originally meant to do. In this case, hunting. So this person is just going off. So this goes especially for working dogs, herding dogs, and breeds. Do you think dog shows will go the way of beauty pageants? Because beauty pageants have kind of fallen out of out of favor and out of the yeah. norm. It, it's it's the you know it, it was even before the Me Too movement. It was just uh, you know uh, now with the Me Too movement, it's like crazy because the objectification right. uh, of women in the this you know miss america and the swimsuit competition i mean that's pretty it's got to be kind of yeah you know when is it our turn when do we get objectified i'm i'm waiting for that because <laughs> <laughs> I, I really have never experienced that and i'd like to experience everything in life mm-hmm. uh, when do 50 year old white guys <laughs> yeah no we don't no we don't no, we don't we don't <laughs> and if it's ever happening there's 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 it's there's a fee, yeah. <laughs> there's a <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the, this person is uh, is not alone. Um, right. You know, a lot of breeds. You take a uh, along the lines of the the, the Irish Setter, a Golden Retriever that's been bred for show, which is called Confirmation, mm-hmm. is a, a totally different looking animal than a Golden Retriever that's bred for uh, for sport or for field work. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there is that thing, you know. And and dog show, you know, there, there's a reason why the movie Best in Show was so well received because oh you know God. it it was a parody of dog shows but it wasn't really mm. it was it was really one of those things that's funny because it's true yeah. and uh, and uh, they are kind of ridiculous and um but it's uh it's something that you know at the at the bottom of it there are a lot of people a lot of good people who really want to maintain the integrity of the breed and the DNA right. and uh, they their hearts in the right place but you know if judges are putting up a you know dogs that have really full hair coats you know someone who's breeding the dog is going to you know want to breed for that sort of sort of thing you know so i i think i would um put this at the at the feet of the um American Kennel Club, yeah, you know, because they're they're the ones that uh, you know have these shows. But there's a lot of tradition there. Mm-hmm. It's not unlike horse racing, and that you know, yeah. it's it's just a, it's it's really steeped in tradition. Sure. Uh, so is it going the way of the 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 buggy whip? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. In fact, if you look at their their membership, um, it's down. You know, every year I think it's down a little bit. Yeah. You know, and uh, um. But it's still it's still interesting. It's still fun. It is kind of a bygone era, you know. And yeah, and, but it, it it's still it's still kicking. It's you want to find there. the best of breeds, but you don't want to breed out. You know the 
quality of yeah. the dog that that made it great yeah. to begin with. And a lot of breeders um, are very cognizant of this, and yeah. they might do some showing, but they're like, you know, I, I really breed to. Uh, to, to maintain the integrity of what this dog was supposed to be bred for. Mm. The problem is a lot of the the ideals and a lot of the, the, the original purpose of, of the breeds, that's gone away. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like sight hounds. You know, you don't really you don't see that anymore where somebody's hunting with a greyhound. Right. It right. just doesn't happen. Yeah. You know? and, uh, and Well, yeah, hunting is, is taking quite a, you know. Yeah. It, it's, 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 we're not. You know, it's 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 you know, Jet Clampett. You don't have to go out and make possum right. soup tonight. It's, I mean, there's grocery stores. Yeah, it's not it's not what it was. Yeah, and um, so yeah, you, we're keeping some of these breeds around because people fall in love with them, and uh, and they just um. So what's left if if right. they're not working? You know what's left? It's the mm-hmm. the look and the type. But you know, in fairness to to confirmation shows, yeah. uh, what the judges also look and they're not just looking at the 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 beauty and aesthetics of the dog. Um, they touch every dog and they feel the bone structure of the dog. Oh, to and, be a dog. And and when they and when they walk around <laughs> the ring, they're looking at the gate. Mm-hmm. A dog that has a uh, compromised structure. Uh, is not going to have a, a proper gait. So a, a good judge is looking for all these things. So they're looking for quality dogs, quality bone structure, quality uh, features in the dog that uh, that kind of represent good good breeding, good DNA. So there's that, I guess. But, um, yeah, you know, the, the, this person's in uh, – you know, there's a lot of company uh, right. that the person that uh, wrote that email, is. he'll find uh, a lot of people agreeing with his hey. point of view. Yeah, because uh, when some, something becomes a designer dog or it becomes – you know, in vogue for for some reason, be it a movie, uh, you know, yeah. again the 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 cocker spaniels and the mm-hmm. Dalmatians. Uh, Walt Disney uh, is a huge villain when it comes to uh, what happened to those breeds. Yeah, the pop- you know. pop- popularity of a breed is um is to the detriment of the breed. It's not it's not always a good thing. Yeah, because you know, when there's popularity, then there's indiscriminate breeding, mm. and um and when that happens, and you're 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 absolutely right. Um. Some of the movies in the you know 60s, 70s, 80s really propelled a lot of these breeds yeah. to uh, you know to you know be- becoming household um, you know uh, recognized. So uh, Dalmatians, one hundred. Right. Well, I was just saying one hundred one Dalmatians. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cocker Spaniels with Lady and the Tramp. Tramp. Yeah. Um, and there's been you know quite a few breeds like that. Um, Dobermans, the Doberman Gang. Remember that movie? Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, so there's, there's been a, a lot of uh, a lot of things that have contributed to bad breeding and bad, uh, you know, kind of a lower quality dog. But really, by and large, the shows haven't contributed that much. They have changed the breeds yeah. from what they originally were, but it's not usually to you know to to ruin the breed. It's yeah. more of a of a, a stylistic. You know, you'll see trends from you know uh, year to year and, and what uh, type of, types of dogs are winning. Mm. So we talked about well when when my popularity soars I uh, the indiscriminate breeding score <laughs> that's right <laughs> soars popularity it goes hand in hand with it's, indiscriminate uh, breeding is uh, it soars as, as well for sure <laughs> uh, but we talked a little I mentioned I mentioned hunting as an aside there uh, and kind of come falling a little out of favor um, it fell it's just like the Super Bowl's not gone yet. Uh, Attached to the Super Bowl down in Florida, uh, there's a big python uh, overpopulation going on, um, and they they held this thing this year. And they this year, since the Super Bowl was in Florida, they called it the Python Bowl. Uh, but it's it's just every year there's a time when they go out and they they sanction the hunting of of snakes in the Everglades yeah. because it's overpopulated. Um, there's 500 hunters went down this year to reduce uh, Everglades snake. Population, uh, and they called it the Python Bowl, which PETA lost their mind. Yeah, yeah, naturally. Uh, but so it was. Uh, so the annual Python Bowl is a ten-day hunt hosted by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. So I mean, it's a, it's a sanctioned and licensed. You got to get like a fishing license. You got to get a snake hunting license. 
500 professional and amateur Burmese python hunters descended on South Florida for the annual challenge, uh, cash award two thousand uh, dollars, and all terrain vehicles from Bass Pro Shops uh, to whoever captured the most pythons and the heaviest python and the longest python. So wait, so is this hunting just capturing them alive and then? Uh, yeah, no, there's a there's a there's a no. Okay, it's not a catch and release. Um, and the winners were also said to be receiving snakeskin footballs just because of the okay. Super Bowl going what? going on. Uh, so the snakes are native to Southeast Asia, but became, became popular as exotic pets in the 80s and, and still are uh, around South Florida. And uh, some people unable to care for them, uh, they when they get big, set them free because they can grow to be – where is the rest of this story – they can grow to be between 16 and 20 feet. Yeah. yeah. So that's a lot of snake to deal with. Um, and so they would just let them into the wild. And they kind of thrive down there, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Hurricane Andrew in 1992, mm-hmm. Hurricane Andrew destroyed a breeding facility. And that let a whole crap ton of snakes, pythons, out mm-hmm. into the wild. And mm-hmm. so that has caused this massive, Massive surge. Okay, so um, there's a breeding facility. Yeah, in Florida for these snakes. Yep, and then it got it got whacked by uh, Hurricane Andrew, and so all these snakes. The same sort of thing that happened in Jurassic Park. Uh, yeah, you can't you can't keep them. Nature finds a way. It does. Yes, it yeah. does. It's like chaos theory, especially reptiles. Right. That's right. I need. I need. <laughs> I need my amphibians. Uh, I need some Jeff Goldblum right now. <laughs> I need some Jeff Goldblum. Drops. It's 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 uh, it's it, 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 it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So the competition is on its third iteration presented uh, by the Miami Super Bowl host committee this year. Um so yeah, so they're but they're down there hunting snakes. Um you know, and uh, we talked about the iguanas too. They have yeah. an iguana overpopulation problem, but all you need is a good freeze and they start falling out of the out <laughs> yeah, of the, the shrubbery <laughs> in the trees, right? That's uh, not hard to catch when they're falling. So you get a good cold snap and just just <laughs> wait for them to Fall out of the trees. It's raining cats and iguanas out there. You know, I want my, I want some Tom Petty right now. It's uh, so Peta is really upset about it, but uh, the conservation committee says it's it's necessary because they are they're damaging the ecosystem down there. Uh, This influx of snakes that uh, you know shouldn't be there because one, people are letting them out, and two, that facility and snakes can lay up to a hundred eggs in a mating season. Wow. So not not all of them come to fruition, but they they can lay up to a hundred eggs during their cycles. So yeah, so but uh, here here's an interesting fact: a professional hunter aren't the professional hunters aren't guaranteed to catch. Most eight hour hunts result in one snake being captured. Mm. So you got five hundred people down there for ten days, uh, you know, eight hours. You know, yeah. you know they might get. You know they're not gonna. There's there's estimated that there's uh, three hundred thousand snakes uh, in the Everglades. Well, these snakes are uh, they they move slowly yeah. usually, and they they um, you know kind of blend in. They're not on the run like a like a deer or you know yeah. other animals would be. So I guess they're hard to find, huh? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, but that's I just here snake, 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 snake. Just give it a little snakey lick. lick, lick, lick. That's like Bill Cosby comedy. <laughs> Probably shouldn't do Bill Cosby no. comedy. Comedy. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I take it back. <laughs> There's no taking it back. Uh, but yet, so the other, you know, another species that I found out was a, a very invasive and, and, and really damaging. Yes, Irish. The <laughs> Irish. <laughs> they are an invasive species. Yeah, we are a little yeah. bit. <laughs> a little uh, bit. A little bit. Cheers. Cilantro. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, no, uh, cats. Cats, cats, cats. Are, oh, cats are murderers, man! Oh they, my they'll God. kill everything in the in the environment. <laughs> yeah, everything. You get the do, feral yeah. cats yeah. going, and they're trouble, trouble, cats trouble. Cats are like if you were to to uh, invent the perfect hunting machine, mm. it would look a lot like a cat. Mm-hmm. Oh hell yeah! Cats are perfect, you know, yeah. with predators, and uh, and they love doing it, and it's so ingrained in who they are and 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 yes. what they are. Yeah, you let a cat go, and it'll kill kill stuff every day. Ugh, it's not squirrels. <laughs> Forget about <laughs> all it. sorts of varmints. Oh, I know. Yeah, my my guy goes crazy. Yeah, you know, just uh, just just looking out the window at the all the chipmunks. We have lots yeah. of chipmunks oh, in our yard. My yards. cat used to bring chipmunks in the house. Oh, yeah. well, so did he. He yeah. brings them in, not dead. Yeah, right, right. He brings them in alive, right, so he can chase it around the house. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Great It's fun. like, oh, my God, you're such a I don't t- think he understands how I'm this like, works. Leave him alone. <laughs> I scoop him up with a thing and take him to the edge of the yard and set him free. I Fly, be free. So, Matt, there's one more story I'm going to talk about, and then after that, I'm yeah. going to have you do the, the fact or fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm since writing for you, man. Talking about cats, um, have you seen the pictures online of cats with surgical masks on in China? I've seen it, yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. I love it. So they're were they're afraid that cats cause can uh, and cats and dogs can get the coronavirus. You know what? Because uh, I've, I've shared I, many coronas with my dog <laughs> and my cats. Don't get me started on the coronavirus. You know where that originated from? Did you have you been reading about this? Mexico? No, Australia? China. But bat soup. Bat 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 soup. Bat soup. Say, Why yeah. do they eat weird stuff? So, I mean, like they eat monkey brains. You're getting something. Yeah, you're eating bat soup. Don't eat monkey brains. Yeah. Don't eat people brains. And <laughs> I, I, I had a, a web page up, and it was a pizza commercial. <laughs> There's a mute. Yeah. So yeah, so but it's so cute. But no, uh, cats and dogs can get coronavirus. Uh, but the thing is uh, that it, it's it's. There, there's there's different strains, and there's species-specific strains. So cats have their own strain of coronavirus. Dogs have their own strain of coronavirus. And they can uh, go between species, but it's really, 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 really rare and highly unlikely. Uh, so to be putting a, putting a mask on your cat uh, is kind of a... <laughs> <laughs> kind um, of, but it's it's just really great. Help? It's just it's just you know. Who are, the, who are these cats that allow this? <laughs> and the cats just sitting there all chill, looking up. Hey, you don't want your food to be sick, right? Right. When you go to eat that, I did what? see that. You know, even it's China people are creative. Just saying, yeah. people are creative, and um, I just saw an ad for surgical masks <laughs> that have the picture of the, your lower part of your face on it so that people with iPhones can turn on their phone you know it has facial recognition <laughs> oh cuz the mask the mask looks like you your face yeah. yeah looks like your face <laughs> looks like the part that Oh so you get you get your face silk screened or, or photoshopped onto the mask yeah, somehow Yeah what a great idea That's <laughs> turning lemons into lemonade right Cuz that yeah, cuz yeah, I I see people uh, walking around like the mall yeah. or whatever, wearing like the surgical masks, and and often uh, it's an Asian person. Yeah. Um, it's it's uh, and then you see like uh, you know stock footage of you know big cities in in, mm-hmm. in Japan and China, and, and and a lot of people wearing those masks. A lot of people wearing them, yeah. Uh, especially in the subways. In the mm-hmm. in the I can't I can't even imagine a a, a Beijing subway. Mm. It's just the because I mean Don't hell me. you, you take a flight to Fort Lauderdale Don't and you're gonna me. you're gonna get sick yeah you know you're gonna get something on the on the deck I can't even imagine and, and we're a pretty fastidious society I, I comparatively right I don't know you know um, or is that just a, is that just my no 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 you American centric I get I get sick oftentimes when I take a, a flight mm-hmm. um, you'd think they have better filtration of the air in the yeah. in the cabin you know you have a couple hundred people there. Yeah. You know, uh, come on, a charcoal filter or two wouldn't hurt, right? Yeah, right. Would it kill you to filter the air? But, you know, are you going to wear your mask, your silk monogrammed cat mask? I will not wear that. There's a, there's a silk. I will not wear that cat. I won't wear it with a cat. I won't wear it with a bat. This cat does not look happy about those other cats were pretty chill. <laughs> this cat does not look pleased about this mask at all. Ridiculous. Uh, do you worry about your pet getting a cold? Do you worry about No, no. I think sometimes the more we worry about that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. You know, it's uh uh you know, my my stepson, he got uh, he, he had the flu mm. about a month ago, I guess. And um Did you put him down? Uh came close. <laughs> came close. It's like if this fever doesn't break by wow. six o'clock tonight. Uh, I'm sorry, honey. I mean, you know, he's nice and all. <laughs> He's he's a nice kid. He's a good kid. Yeah, but he's uh, yeah. That's B. He's a germ farm, That's and B. he's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> I could see you actually thought about. It. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, you know, I, I so my attitude was, you know, and I, I work from home a lot, and um, but there's closets. Yeah, there's closets, but. Uh, <laughs> So I'm thinking I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get oh, this. Yeah. So I had my flu medicine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had my airborne. Yeah. I had my Zycam. Yeah. I had all my stuff, right? 
And I was taking it. I'm like, ah, any minute, any minute I'm going to get it. I'm going to get – and, uh, it, you know, luckily it passed. But I didn't um, – you know a famous saying? Hmm. Um, give me a second. Give me a second. Um, avoiding danger hmm. in the long run is no safer than exposure. Okay. Okay. Uh, Helen Keller. Yeah. You know, so that commie. Yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> she was. She was a major socialist. Was she? Oh my God! Yeah. Helen Keller. Oh my God! Yeah. Really? And they put her on a quarter. Yeah. She's a. She's a. She's straight up communist. But the point is. Um, <laughs> The point is yeah, yeah, yeah. that uh, you can avoid these things, right? And it's um, uh, yeah. and, and where's the best place to slip and fall, right? In your home, right? Oh, I was going to say people, the car dealership because they have great insurance and lots of money. Most people, <laughs> most people have these sort of uh, these devastating accidents within five miles of their home. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. So my my solution was to move fifteen miles away. <laughs> so, that's just logic. Who's the thinker here? Who's 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 the who's right. safe guy now? No, but uh, I mean, stuff happens, right? Yeah. So, <clears throat> but yeah, no, Helen Keller. But I mean, you know, I mean, deaf, dumb, and blind, right? Yeah, it's, it's um, and and but she sure what, plays a mean pinball. Oh hell yeah! But no, I mean, what happened to to people with um, challenges or disabilities back in her day? Right, they were put into mm-hmm. asylums and institutions, and they yeah. were not treated well by right. anybody and the government, especially. And so she was, yeah, she was, she was not like she was not pro, uh, you know, government because because yeah. just the treatment that people, you know, she was able to, she was, she was amazing and overcame it all. But yeah. she was advocating for other people that 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 didn't have a, a voice. Dump, dump. Uh, but uh, yeah, she she really advocated, <laughs> but she advocated for like a socialist state. You know, something <laughs> and, just occurred and they to me. Put her on a quarter. <laughs> um, <laughs> this podcast, yeah, yeah. Um, is not using its GPS, is it? I have no idea where we're going. <laughs> no, no. Well, it's, we're talking about coronavirus. Coronavirus, and cats. yeah. That's and where... Helen Keller. <laughs> well, we got there. I just want to share that fact. You like factoids? I do. I do. I do. Yeah. Give me a random fact, and you know, <laughs> I'm yours. Why the hell are we gonna stay on track with anything? Yeah. All right, let's get back on track. We have three animal headlines for you. Yes, we do. Oh, for me. Fact or fiction? You decide. So I'm the, I'm the schmo today. They are all for you, pretty boy. <laughs> uh All right. Fact or fiction? Three headlines ripped from the news. Two of them absolutely true. One completely false. Written by me earlier when I'm I should have been I'll, up. I'll sniff you out when I when I earlier <laughs> when I should have been. I know you're good at this. When I should have been. Uh, Hanging up flyers for free podcast day, which happens every first Saturday of the month. Uh, <laughs> shameless. Shameless. So shameless. Shameless. All right, so three headlines, two true, one false. Matt Fox, read those headlines and see if you can stump the All jump. Right, Brian, here we go. You ready, sir? <laughs> I'm ready. Number one, watching TV helps birds make better food choices. <laughs> Number two, okay. researcher study. Ah, oh, sorry. Researchers study how birds retweet news. Hmm. Okay. And uh, third one: birds' nesting habits lean towards the oldies and AM stations. <laughs> I'll read those again for you, sir. <laughs> you, you think you can suss this out? No, I don't think so. <laughs> All right. First one: watching TV helps birds make better food choices. Researchers study how birds retweet news. And the third one, birds' nesting habits lean toward the oldies and AM stations. Hmm. It's either one or three. Uh, I can't figure out the 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 logical thread with one. Maybe because of imitation. Three is the false one. The third one, yeah. uh, birds' nesting habits yeah. and AM stations. Yep. Mr. Flanagan, I don't have a, a sound effect back here. Oh, so. he's correct. Oh, oh my God. Look at that. Ding, ding. Winner, winner. How'd you get that? <laughs> well, okay, the first one, I was like, that, that that can't be true. But you know what? That's the sort of headline. That's a good headline because yeah. it draws you into the article, right? Yeah. The second one sounded like, and the third one's like, AM and all that. Yeah. I can see Jamie <laughs> chuckling to himself. He'll never get this one. <laughs> no, no. I was pretty much, pretty much set. 
um, that you'd probably get it. Unlike <laughs> Samantha, it's like I miss <laughs> Samantha dearly because you get her one. She time. laughs at my jokes. Yeah, she wouldn't challenge me about where we're going. No, no. And no. I always stump her with the fact or fiction. <laughs> yeah. Unlike you, challenging me constantly, <laughs> getting this crap right. Know your place, Brian. <laughs> um, yeah, where is Sam anyway? I miss her. Yeah, she started a new job and she's super busy. Her parents are out of the country, so if you uh, Google where she lives, you can go ahead and just break on in and get yourself a nine-year-old <laughs> and a 21-year-old kid and sell them off. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Wonder where that was, that was going. <laughs> what, where's, the, where's the GPS? So, uh, by the time this comes out, <laughs> but know. I miss I miss her. But I yeah, no, her. she's yeah, she's got her new job and uh, she's watching her little brother because her folks are out of town and yeah. she's a broadum. We don't cuss yeah. much mm-hmm. anymore. We've we've cleaned it up. Sure, she's whiny, <laughs> and she has some dopey stories sometimes. Uh huh. And her, you know, um, her logic isn't the best. She's young. I'll, I'll give her a pass on all that. And I miss her. Well, you miss her. Absolutely. Uh, so, Matt, you had those two true stories. Yeah, I do, actually. So, uh, Brian, uh, watching TV helps birds make better food choices. So is it like an imitation thing? Birds see another bird eating a cantaloupe? And by, like, mm, yeah, by watching videos of each other eating, blue tits and great tits, I'll get there. Uh, can learn to avoid foods that taste disgusting and are potentially toxic. A new study has found. This is uh, according to the Science Daily. Uh, seeing the uh, disgust response in others help them recognize distastefully prey and their conspicuous markings without having to taste them. And it's and this is uh, potentially increase both the birds and their prey's survival rate. Okay, now the choice of species you're going to uh, get into that. Yeah, it's the blue tits, the uh, Sonantis cirillus. Uh, learned best by watching their own species, whereas great tits, the Paris Major, uh, learned just as well from great tits and blue tits. I, That's and, and you know what? I only read the headlines. <laughs> I did not know how rich the articles would be. <laughs> I, there, there's, there's, there's I just want to keep reading because great, great tits, tits and blue tits, yeah. I'm gonna Google that. The blue, blue, blue-footed boobies. Is that uh, is that something too? A blue-footed boobie. A blue-footed boobie. Yeah. Is that something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, in addition to learning directly from trial and error, birds can decrease the likelihood of bad experiences and potential poisoning by watching others. Hmm. Such social transmission of information about novel prey could have significant effects on prey evolution and help explain why different bird species flock together. You know, we can we can all learn a lot from great tits. <laughs> And blue tits. We can all learn a lot. (laughs) I did not know it was that loaded. I really didn't. I did not know I handed a loaded gun over there. Yeah, so (laughs) blue tits and great tits. I'm going to keep going, dude. I'm happy about it. Uh, They forge together and have a similar diet. It would be so good if Sam was here. We could make her read it. (laughs) She'd be so red. Oh, yeah. That's a great article. That's according to Science Daily. So uh, well done, sir. And the other one where... uh, Researchers study how birds retweet news. Another Science Daily feature. Mm-hmm. Yes. Science, science, science Daily was my go-to today. <laughs> yeah, so every social network has fake news. And in animal communication networks, even birds discern the trustworthiness of their neighbors. And study from the University of Montana suggested this. So the study recently published in the top science journal Nature is accumulation of decades worth of research from U of M Alumni Nora Carlson and Chris Templeton and U of M professor Eric Green at the College of Humanities and Sciences. It sheds a new light on bird social networks. So so birds can can determine a lie uh, in, in the rumors going around? So uh, this is the first time that people have shown that nuthatches are paying attention to the source of information and that influences and the signal they produced and send along. The bird does. Hmm. According to the uh, Dr. Green here, what or Eric is, Green. What is the nuthatch phrase for bitch, please? <laughs> <laughs> it's science. <laughs> so that's pretty interesting stuff in here. So this is the first time people have shown that uh, nuthatches are paying attention to the source of information. Carlson, Templeton, and Green shared an interest in trying to crack the Rosetta Stone of how birds communicate and collected bird calls over the years. Hmm. So that first story about the the food and and mimicking and eating yeah. the good food and avoiding mm-hmm. the bad ones. So I wonder if birds care if like you know a carrot is twisted or bent and not perfectly shaped. There's a we're gonna we're gonna go, I'm, I'm sending us off track again. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, there's a, and so far it's a hell of a segue. Yeah. There's a. 
there's a there's a there's a new there's a website where you can get damaged food online. Oh, here we go. Damaged food <laughs> online. It's like you know, you got like you know, Blue Apron or yeah. Good Chef or right. Happy Home, and you get these meals sent to your house. Yeah, right. There's this new one called Imperfect Foods. Get ImperfectFoods.com. Mm, sounds <laughs> yummy. It's like all I can see is is Adam Sandler in the in the in the grocery store in Big Daddy throwing the cans on the floor so you can get dented <laughs> discounts on the cans. But uh, so. But there's like there's lots and lots of food waste in the United States, um, and uh, these a lot of these like you know boutique services that send you food really look for perfect and, and very symmetrical shaped foods to use, and, and a lot of times you know these two headed carrots you know are just discarded and they're they're not used, but they're perfectly good carrots yeah. just because it's you know got three legs doesn't mean. You know, it's it's bad. So this imperfect foods is using all this ill-shapen food uh, in their boxes and sending it out. So I just I, that just fascinated me. That's it. You know, you don't really think of that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah. Because have you have you ever done one of those like prepackaged cooking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I I was doing that. I was on a kick last year, and uh, I was buying them and bringing them home, and it, I found it real serene. You know, after a, a, a hard day at work or yeah. a good day or a bad day or whatever, just coming in and just getting that box and then ripping into it and following the recipe and concentrating on that. Okay, and yeah. then I'm making food for my sweetie and making mm-hmm. dinner. She sits on the couch yelling at Doctor Phil. It, it or, takes you out of your head a little bit, so yeah. you're not thinking of uh, your your plan of attack when uh, when you finally lose lose all your marbles. Yeah, yeah. so it was, it was really nice. So it was it was you know just and I just I just like it. But the food I noticed was always always very you know just photo ready. Yeah, you know, and and just like yeah, what about the carrots with three legs? You know. Right. Everybody wants a Charlie in the box. You know? <laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking the same thing. The island of the misfit toys. Misfit the, fruit the and vegetables. Misfit vegetables. But you, you, you love them. Like we love our pets. Yes. It's Love Your Pet Day. It's when, National Love Your Pet is? Day. It is. It is. But so, people who have pets yes, every day. <clears throat> it is. It really is. And so, but on Facebook, people were posting pictures of you. It's Love Your Pet Day. Matt, have you posted pictures of your pets? Not yet. Uh, I'm getting around to it. Did I've you been, know it was Love Your Pet Day? Until about 30 seconds <clears throat> ago? No. Because I haven't been paying. I've been working too hard today. Yeah. How, how's your dog doing, Matt? She's great. Yeah. How long have you had that dog? Uh, going on three months now. So she's how's, really. She's how's her really... owner? Any word on the owner? Because the, the bad people do not know the story. Matt's fostering <laughs> Matt stole a dog. A dog. He's yes, from he stole a dog. Yeah. The guy had a stroke and he's uh, having a hard time getting around, and so Matt stole his dog. Yep. Nice. Yep. No. So you're you're helping out. You're fostering because right now he can't handle the dog. Is he getting better? At the, I have no idea. Oh, I haven't okay. heard a single lick of. Is he like a friend of a friend? Or? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ex fiance of a friend of a friend. Okay, so mm-hmm. a little separated, but yeah, it's but nice, yeah. nice thing you're doing. But you, you, you don't, you wouldn't mind being a foster fail. Uh, at this point, she's a foster fail. Yeah, you know, we. You'd like to see the guy get better and everything. I want him to get better. You'd I, you hate know, to give up the dog. My own stepfather you're gonna have had, to, had you're a stroke. Gonna so. have to sue me for it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. possessions nine tenths, right? True. And it's uh, so yeah. Oh, I wonder how that would come down. We need to get Mike Morris on the phone. How would that? I wonder how that would go down. Well, you did know, Mike, he relinquish was... uh, ownership? Did he relinquish? He didn't sign anything, so yeah. no, I wouldn't imagine. Oh, okay. Well, but... Mike was saying the law, at least in Michigan, is pretty clear that you know dogs, pets are considered chattel or mm-hmm. you know belongings and right, right. property. He, he right. wants if, he, so, if show he me a receipt. Her... When'd show you buy? When'd you buy that dog? Yeah. Show me a receipt. Yeah. If he wants her back, you know, and I can if he can prove he can take care of her, by all means, take yeah. your dog. Come back. on yeah. over, yeah. see if you can get her. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I dare you. Yeah, she's good. No, I thank you for asking. She's uh. She's uh, acclimated very, very well. Good. She uh, takes care of Mary very well during the day, and then she cuddles up with me at night. As you said, oh. what are they, litter mates? <laughs> uh, I showed you that picture. So, uh, yeah, she's just taken to the house. Awesome. Yeah. That's and like they, a best case scenario for a foster situation. And especially yeah. with the cat, you know, they are the odd couple. You know, mm-hmm. the cat still does her thing and hisses and say, hey, I'm here. Don't you know, forget about me. But at some level, they're they're entertaining themselves, you know. Yeah. Oh, I hate you. I hate you, too. And it's, you know, it's, it's fun the, for them. The cat was actually standing behind the dog while the dog was drinking. And the cat just kind of lifted up her paw and batted at her back leg. <laughs> Not in a mean way. Just kind of picked it up and went, eh, I'm here. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're, they're cats and dogs. What are you yeah. going to do? They're having fun though. So are we. 
Awesome. So there's a, a story uh, out of San Francisco here. It's uh, I was going to use this for the fact or fiction, and then I was like, oh, we'll try to get them all about birds. But uh, You know what I do appreciate in your fact or fiction mm-hmm. is there's always a theme. Oh, yeah. And I know that takes a little extra work, and I appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, this one was about uh, if you have a delayed flight, the WAG Brigade is on the way. So Madeline Wells wrote this for uh, the SF Gate. Um, so it, it, people, so many uh, assistance and therapy animals uh, and, a, and, and emotional support animals on flights, and they're cracking down and they're cracking. Yeah. They're, so, but if you get stuck in the airport, right? How you you travel quite a bit? Mm-hmm. How often do you get stuck in the airport with a delayed flight? Oh, it happens. I mean, yeah. it's it's definitely a crapshoot. You, it's something you think about all the time. It happens enough so that. Yeah, it's always in the back of your mind. How yeah. do you feel when that happens? How are you feeling when you're in the airport? And Murderous. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right. So they're trying to spread some joy in the San Francisco airport, and they, they have this thing called the WAG Brigade, and it's this whole crew of four dogs and a pot-bellied pig yeah. that uh, cruise around, and they have little blue eight, blue harnesses on that say, pet me, pet me, please pet me. And uh, they go around. And so when people are, are in a long line or they can pet a puppy or say yeah. hi to a pig, yeah. uh, it just kind of I'm sure it. that's really, really effective, too. Yeah. I mean, people, you know, it's, it's you, you know, when you, well, I get this overwhelming sensation, this feeling that when I walk into an airport, I've just lost all my rights. It's like when that door right. shuts behind me, uh, now I got a you know, TSA line, take off your shoes, get in this line, hurry up here, wait there. You know, it's, it's yeah. cavity search. I don't like cavity search. I'd be five bucks for a bottle of water. <laughs> I can't wait for the, the, uh, the Star Trek uh, transporter beam. Yeah. That would be a whole lot more convenient <sighs> than the- uh, for that for years. Yeah. Right? <laughs> now, if, <laughs> if your arm is like outside of the beam, does the arm stay in- <laughs> That's why and they that tell location? you don't move. Yeah, don't move. Stay right? still. Don't yeah. move. Yeah, <laughs> flying cars. But when, does that happen if you if you in the tractor beam and the uh, <laughs> transporter beam? <laughs> I want to find out. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think back to episodes. Or does it? Or does a it? Piece of something came back, and a piece of something didn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what happened. Uh, you know, you you mentioned. Um, uh, um, Let's go back, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. Yeah, yeah with the fly. Yeah. Right? I mean. Oh yeah. Kill me. Yeah. Exactly. I mean. Things could go awry, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, they could. <laughs> I want the I want the Star Trek transporter beam. Yes, not the fly. I want Scotty, and I want Scotty running it. He's yeah. a, he's a good troubleshooter. He always needs more power, but he's he gets it done. He gets the job done. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been loving dogs for a long time. When do you think the dog was first domesticated? Ooh, good um, question. Okay, I would say. Um, Approximately 15,000 years ago. 15,000 years ago? I have no idea. Uh, But a new study, and this is coming from physics.org, that uh, they've they've done some archaeological research on fossils. And uh, a new study is is showing that dogs have been domesticated uh, during the Ice Age. Which was the last Ice Age? uh, 15,000. 28,000. Uh, twenty-eight thousand years ago. Wow! What wow. did you say? Fifteen. 15. Yeah. So twenty-eight. Yeah, twenty-eight. Uh, twenty-eight thousand five hundred-year-old fossil uh, has been found in the Czech Re- Republic, um, showing and it provides evidence uh, for two groups of canids, right? Canids, canids, canids. Yeah. Uh, one dog-like and the other wolf-like, uh, and they have differing diets. Differing diets, which is consistent with early domestication. Of dogs, so it's all the way back to the Paleolithic era. So yeah, that's so, way back. <clears throat> the yeah. Ice Age, yeah, way back. So they can tell by the the teeth, the shape of the teeth, and uh, what it appears as though the dogs um, had in their systems that they would eat. Uh, they're they're called proto dogs. Um, they had <clears throat> larger, uh, yeah, they had larger wearing scars on the teeth and. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. So they just have this proof that uh, dogs have been domesticated since the Ice Age. Man's best friend. There you go. That's uh, yep. So we are very much linked with our puppies. Wow. Do you guys uh, see on the news? Just I think it was yesterday, or the day before. There was a young lady on an airplane. And she had a therapy pet with her. Mm-hmm. It was a miniature horse. In oh. First class too. Oh, good In god! First class. I about flipped. 
Yeah. It's like, really? That's a little ridiculous. Really? I just, I didn't know if he had seen that or not. It just blew yeah, my mind. It's, a, it, it's getting ridiculous. It's like, at, at what point do you come to the realization that I can't, I can't travel unless I have a tiny horse with me? Right. You know, come on. And, and, and as a behaviorist, it. you know, no. what do you do to control said animal if it goes off the rails? Well, that's the that's the first thing I think of is whether it's, uh, you know, potty issues. Yeah. Oh, right? my gosh. Or which would be pretty disturbing to people nearby. With the miniature horse. So when you got a potty like a racehorse, I mean, there's a reason that they <laughs> yeah. they say that. If you ever seen a horse take a pee, it's like, holy crap. Yeah. So if there's even a miniature pony in the middle of an airplane, that would be uh, just yeah. a... And there, there have been mishaps with these uh, these these um, therapy animals or the, yeah. their comfort animals, right? So um, my Serenity Hawk, yeah, <laughs> <Ka-ka>! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make way for my <laughs> my condor, please. <laughs> my emo- emotional support uh, support emu. Yeah. yeah. Not I mean to trigger you. I just, you know, I just saw that. I just, yeah, I think ugh. it's getting it's it's a little bit ridiculous. And they're reining that in a little bit, you Good. know, and sure everybody feels better with a pet around, but I think I think people just um they they're getting carried away with it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I, I have a uh I have a actual kind of a question here. Heartbreaker of a story. Uh, but it's a good question. Try to save an incredibly sweet dog here. Ashley is trying to save an incredibly sweet dog. Uh, it's a foster. Um, I regularly, re- regularly pull dogs from the shelter and help them find forever homes. The last couple of visits to the shelter, there's a sweet, beautiful girl catching my eye. And my heart is breaking because she has heavy heartworm infestation Mm. and she's eight years old and suffering at the shelter. And the shelter doesn't really invest this shelter. This particular shelter doesn't invest in the medical care for an eight year old dog. So it was just kind of like, yeah, unless someone adopted it and paid for the medication. So she adopted it and is paying for the medication and she's here. She figured I would commit to three months and and get her through, you know, it's going to be a three month treatment and, and then find her a forever home at that point. But here's the problem. She lunges at my cat. Mm. So I have this, I'm trying to see if there's a breed in here. Da, 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 da. She didn't say the breed. Um, I'm committed for three months and I want to help her get better, but she lunges at my cat. Uh, so she can't be in a home with cats when she does find a forever home. Uh, so that's a deal breaker for me right now. Uh, and so I have to find a forever home for this dog now. And she's uh, not good with cats. She is house trained, obedient, good with dogs, good with kids, loves people, loves attention. Um, is it possible? Here's her question. Is it possible to train her not to lunge at kitties? Um, and so I'd hate to take her back to the shelter and watch her slowly you know, succumb to the worms if I can't help her out. So, yeah, is there a way to teach this dog not to lunge at the cat? Yeah. Well, there, there's a couple things here. Uh, the dog's eight years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so the dog's well on in years and has has heartworm. You know, I, I wouldn't go about trying to train the dog at this point. With, yeah. With that. But, you know what, lunging, what does that mean? Does that, yeah. does that mean that he snaps at the cat? So what? Yeah. Cat probably deserved it. <laughs> so, um, lunging as in if I if I let this dog go, it's going to kill my cat. Yeah, yeah you got a problem. Yeah. But if he's just snapping at the the, the cat, they're lunging just finding their way. They're, yeah, they're just trying to figure out their thing. I I wouldn't. Uh, he's like a pecking order almost. Yeah, Is that yeah. What you... And and they uh, trust me. If it wanted to kill your cat, mm. it would. It, it probably it would probably be dead by now. But um, so in all likelihood, it just something that's that's kind of you know innocuous and you know dogs and cats do that and they'll they'll spar and and play and if the cat's not afraid enough to stay away from the dog mm-hmm. then she must not be taking it too too seriously and um but you know it's it's upsetting for people but they're probably just just sparring i would uh uh now if you're sure that the dog would um you know if you're holding on to the dog and the dog would definitely go after the cat and kill it you should separate them and uh put it put the dog into a household with uh uh, without cats, yeah. but uh, you're not going to be successful training They've the dog. Going through that for the past two and a half months now with the dog, so yeah. it just it, it, they got to figure it out. They got yeah yeah they'll figure it out. You know dogs dogs and cats are remarkable uh, you know partners and in, uh, in household you know the cohabitating. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's kind of rare actually for dogs and cats to not get along. Yeah. You know, as, as much as you think, you know, despite the cartoons, yeah. a little that dogs and yeah. cats are mortal enemies. Not really. No. Yeah. It's, uh, they'll, they'll figure each other's, you know, situation out, you know, and, and it's not, um, and again, it's kind of a pecking order thing and they'll, mm-hmm. they'll figure it out. Ooh, talk about cat fights. This just reminded me, uh, famous Hollywood actress, famous, um, she went nuts. It just was crazy. This hot famous. She went nuts and stabbed uh, another actress. What? It was what? yeah, Reese. Uh, with her spoon? No, with a knife. <laughs> what? <laughs> you totally got me on that. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, <laughs> uh, what time is it, man? <laughs> Oh, what? You're an awful person. I'm, I'm starting to look it up. I'm Googling. Reese Witherspoon stabbing someone. Animal joke of the week. I, oh, my God. Thank you very much. All right. I don't know if you can top that. I don't know. Uh, my doctor told me that. Okay. Um, how, do, how do Blue Jays stay fit? I don't know, Jamie. I don't know. <laughs> How do Blue Jays stay fit? Worm worm ups. I don't I don't even know. Worm ups. Yeah. Uh, 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 what kind of bird runs the church? I don't know, Jamie. What kind of bird runs the church? A cardinal. Uh, you know, I'd like to take last... these two bad jokes and exchange them for a good one, please. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is the last one. Last one, because I, I have no idea. I'm, I'll be done now. Uh, all right. Uh, why couldn't anyone see the birds? Well, why is that? Because it's always in disguise. <laughs> disguise. Disguise. <laughs> but um bump. Yeah. Oh, hey, you know, uh, that's going to do it. Matt, where do people find out about what's going on here? You know, Animal Talk Radio can be found on all the socials on the uh, Facebook, Animal Talk Radio, Twitter, Animal Talk Radio, Instagram, Animal Talk Radio, the Twitter as well, Animal Talk Radio. You know what? Comment, subscribe. Yeah. Let us know what you think. You know, if you have a uh, question about a behavior of an animal, please let us know. We'd be happy to uh, talk about it. And you know yeah. what? You can always call in too and ask. Yeah, so yeah. if you are on Facebook Live, you can see a phone number. Give us a call. Hey, there you go. All right. So, uh, yeah. So like, subscribe, leave a comment. Truly, absolutely, genuinely uh, appreciate it. Brian, thanks for you know always being here. Hey, uh, uh, I, I love I love this place. Yeah, I love the studio. I love you guys. <laughs> I do. I, I love, love Sam. I love this space. I yeah. do. This is. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't want to go home. I, I love the, the cart. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Little, little bark, the, door, the doors do lock. Bark cart. But, you know. yeah. <laughs> Mini bar over there. Yeah, yeah. I, All right. I abused it. <laughs> I think I think we're done. I think we're done now. So there's one last thing. Uh, have an exotic week. Hey, and uh, kiss your wild thing for me. <laughs> <laughs>